What is going on, everyone? And welcome to the Philly Frenzy Podcast. Today, we're doing a special show. Um, Matt Ryan versus Michael Vick. I'm here with a special guest in Dub Thompson underscore on Twitter. What's going on, Dub? What's good, everybody? What's good, bro? What's going on? I mean, you and I talked a little bit yesterday on Twitter um, about you thinking Matt Ryan was a little bit higher than Michael Vick as a quarterback. And, you know, we had a little bit of a disagreement. You went on to say that you believe Matt Ryan is, I guess, quote unquote, the most important piece in Atlanta history. Yeah. Um, what, in your mind, makes you think that Matt Ryan is that much of a piece? To I the think. Uh, um. Like the the stats and I mean the the Michael Vick versus him like we can get into all that like after this but like in terms of to the Falcons I think that just Matt Ryan um, the numbers he accumulated the things he's done in their uniform he's the only player ever to lead them to back to back winning seasons and he took them what well, was a pretty much the main piece that was his MVP season when he took them to the super their only Super Bowl so I feel like he's just when when you talk about Falcons history. I feel like the first guy that comes up is Michael. I mean, is uh, Matt Ryan and then Michael Vick. But there, it's like one A and one B. You know what I mean? But just for the fact that he has the MVP and the Super Bowl, he has the team accolades. If that makes sense. I I guess I get what you're saying, but when you look at this record with the Falcons, Matt Ryan's 113-92. With yeah. Vick, with Vick, he's with just Atlantis, 38-28-1. Yeah. So, I mean, they're very similar when it comes to statistics um, record-wise. I mean, Ryan's got a little bit mm-hmm. of a what are better win percentage, I guess you could. Yeah. But Ryan's also played 205 Vic games in Atlanta. Vic didn't get the fair chance to. Yeah. Correct. Vic didn't get the fair chance to play longer in Atlanta. To me. But not like. When you when you look at when you look at Matt Ryan versus Mike Vick, and in my opinion, the most important piece in Atlanta history is Julio Jones. Um, but when you when you take Matt Ryan and Vick, Vick had nobody besides Algie Crumpler as a receiver. Yeah, and, that's true. And you have Matt Ryan, who's had Rodney White. Julio Jones, mm-hmm. Tony Gonzalez. Now and the people that are listening, if they try to bring up that Michael Vick, I'm agreeing with you. If they try to bring up that Michael Vick had Roddy White, that's, I mean, he had beginning of his career uh, playing as the fourth guy, Roddy White. You know what I mean? That wasn't really Roddy White when Michael Vick had him. Correct. You got, you got Roddy White, what was it, 2005? So you got two seasons. He got his two seasons out of him. Um, yeah, but Matt Ryan really had him in his prime. So like, you know what I mean? I'm, I wasn't disagreeing with you on that. I was just saying for the people that were listening that uh, we're we're gonna disagree with you on that point. That Matt Ryan, I mean that Michael Vick had a receiver. He had Roddy White. He really didn't have anybody. So I'm definitely agreeing with you there. You know, Vick's Vick's stats compared to Ryan's stats. If you just look at that, if you just look at stats, you know, Vick 
doesn't have the throwing stats that Brian does. But we're also talking about a six-year career in Atlanta compared to, what's it, 13 years or 12 years now? Yeah. So he threw for a little over 11,000 yards when he was with Atlanta. He threw for 22,000 altogether. But he threw for a little over 11,000. But that's not what made Mike Vick. Mike Vick also had 4,000 rushing yards mm-hmm. while in Atlanta. And my opinion on this, Vic changed the game for quarterbacks. Yeah. Yeah. There was there was quarterbacks before Vic, uh Randall Cunningham, Warren mm-hmm. Moon, Steve McNair, but these guys weren't Vic. Vic was your four three, four four quarterback who had an arm that's still probably one of the best arms in the NFL. He changed video games too. He did change Matt. Every everybody wants yeah, to use Michael Vick. But yeah, when, man. When you take when you take that into consideration, how can you put Ryan, who isn't more athletic, who doesn't have a strong, mm-hmm. who doesn't have a stronger arm? I guess I'm going off purely uh, like statistical things like that, but it is kind of skewed. But like, there's very, very, very few people that are projected to touch seventy thousand yards, which would be top five all time. And only, the only person besides, like, Matt Ryan's going to touch that by the end of his career, top five all-time in yards and stuff like that. And the only person right now projected that maybe touch that is Mahomes. You know what I mean? There's not many people, like – so Matt, Matt Ryan's had one of those, like, his entire career of 4,000 yards, 95 career passer rating, going to be top five all-time in stats. You know what I mean? Like, that's where I'm looking at on – when, when you, I put when Matt Ryan yard, up there. When you look at yards, though, right now, you know. Yeah, that is a bit skewed. He has 55,000. My first question to you would be, do you have Philip Rivers as a first ballot Hall of Famer? I don't, but I feel like Matt Ryan will be at the end of his. Like, say, just for an example, he throws about 4,000 per year. Five more years of 4,000. That's what? 20 so 55 plus 20 he'll be at seven or 75 correct so like ryan ryan will be up there i think with brady breeze and manning when it comes down to yards all time so that'll be like a, you know what i mean i don't, I don't know if you can keep that guy out of the first ballot Would especially you, with an mvp too all right so he's he's got the mvp he's gonna he's gonna have the yards you know, there's somebody that just retired in Philip Rivers who has the yards yeah. and, you know, didn't have the team success that you would expect somebody like that to have. Um, I'd would, put Rivers in, but I would put both Vic and Ryan a little bit above Rivers in impact because, like, to me, like, Michael Vic impacted the game in such a different way that he made a lot of kids want to play football. And that's something that Matt Ryan can't touch. I can't argue with you on that. Like, kids my my generation uh maybe that grew up playing wanted to play basketball michael vick single-handedly moved them over to football you know what i mean i get exactly what you're saying like he has a huge impact in that way so i can't argue with that impact i guess my argument with the matt ryan and i could like like to keep it going i could bring up all his stats and stuff like that and his accolades and you know what i mean but like my argument with it is just matt ryan 
will be one of those top five guys statistic wise that we've top 10 guys statistic wise that we've ever seen. All right. So if, if Ryan was to retire right now, which isn't going to happen, we all know. This. Yeah. But yeah, it's a was, theoretical. If, if he was to retire right now, is Matt Ryan better in your opinion than Dan Marino? No. Is Matt Ryan right? Is Matt Ryan right now better statistically than Philip Rivers, who I personally don't think is a first ballot Hall of Famer? I think Ryan overall is better, like career wise, than Rivers. Like, if I'm starting a team, I'd take Ryan over Rivers. That's tough, but I think Ryan won with less than Rivers. You know what I mean? Won more with less than Rivers and got them closer, like, to an NFC championship and then to a Super Bowl, like, closer than Rivers would have his teams. And they had equal talented teams, if that makes sense. Like, Chargers had teams with crazy offenses and defenses. I get what you're saying. I, I, I kind of evaluate stuff like that, you know what I mean? Like, with the Brady and Rodgers, like, no matter where Tom Brady goes, the guy's a winner. He, can, he just builds a culture, and he's a winner. So it's like Rodgers may be more talented than Tom Brady, but there's no denying that. I don't know if Rodgers can – I don't know if Rodgers could have went down to Tampa and built that culture right away and won a Super Bowl in the first year. You know what I'm saying? There's yeah, not get, many people that can do that. Like, I get what you're it. saying. So there's, there's a culture thing about it. You – one of the first things you brought up with Matt Ryan was that he was one of the first quarterbacks in Atlanta to have winning back-to-back seasons. Yeah, I think he was the first one to do that. Matt Ryan also has five losing seasons. Yeah, that's tough. So, them losing seasons. Now, statistically, he's never thrown more than 18 interceptions. Mm -hmm. He he has a good ratio, touchdown to interception ratio at 2.1. So, you know, you do have a guy who doesn't turn the ball over. And... Nowadays, everybody looks at the quarterback being the reason why teams lose. And, yeah. you know, we both we both know there's more into it than just a quarterback. Mm-hmm. But them five losing seasons, no actual Super Bowl, one MVP. He's never thrown for 40 touchdowns in a season. Yeah, that hurts. And he's never... That hurts act- my argument. He actually's never eclipsed 5,000 yards in his NFL now that guys seem to do it all the time. Breeze, before Breeze had these back-to-back injuries, I believe Breeze did it three years in a row. Yeah. I um, feel like Ryan's more of like a longevity guy. You know, He's going to play for 18 years and have 70,000 yards. Do you believe Matt Ryan is going to finish in Atlanta? No. I... Because of the contract situation, um, I think he's going to play one more year, and then I think they're going to move on and rebuild, and it's going to be a situation where uh, – I'm not going to say the a team name, but, like, for example, like the Rams, they were stagnant. We need to make a big move to try to go win a Super Bowl. We'll get Stafford and trade a first-round pick or two. I think a team would do that for Matt Ryan next year. I can't disagree with you. I – personally think that if the right offer comes to the table, it may happen this year. 
because I, I feel like it, it'll be more of a, they'll go to Ryan, hey, you've done, like, we appreciate everything you've done for us. We're going to do you a favor and we're going to try to rebuild, but we don't want to put you through that for the rest of your five years. Let's trade you somewhere like San Francisco or something. Go try to get your ring. You know what I mean? I get what you're saying. I, I feel like Ryan would be okay with that. When Unless you, he really wants to finish his career in Atlanta. When you talk about Ryan being more important to, than Vic to Atlanta, is it just because of the one Super Bowl appearance and the MVP? Like, what, um, what makes Matt Ryan that much better than what Michael Vick did? Because you are agreeing with me that he did change the game, that he yeah. brought generation – our generation like, wanting to play I football I feel like it's more. the longevity in Atlanta. It's the long, you know what I mean? Like Vic uh, kind of, not to put him down for it, like, you know what I mean? I, I praise Michael Vic for turning it around and doing everything. But basically, like, he kind of soured his uh, time in Atlanta. And that hurts it a little bit to where Matt Ryan was um, the guy that lifted them out of that. You know what I mean? And uh, brought the team back to new heights that they never seen before, if that makes sense. So he's the better of the two for Atlanta because he's been there longer. Um, like he's done more for the franchise because he's been there longer. So that, you know what I mean? That kind of like goes into what I'm like my view of it, but like also that to Atlanta, to a lot of Atlanta fans, they never forgave Vic. You know? So I feel like to a lot of Atlanta fans, like a lot of Atlanta fans, they do love Vic still, but it's like, I feel like they put Matt Ryan. That That's the, I'm, I'm kind of viewing it as like Atlanta, like he has the, he's going to be leading them in all the stats besides the rushing and stuff. And, uh, it's just a longevity to me, you know? Yeah, I mean, it's just when I when I look at the stats and I'm so pretty much this whole conversation came about with me making a top 20 list of 21st century quarterbacks. It isn't a yeah. it isn't a solid top 20 list. It's my personal top 20 list. Mm -hmm. I have Vic above Matt Ryan. Yeah, I have Vic I want to. I have Vic above a lot of guys, and it's not because of. I wanted what... to like reiterate on what I said there too. Like you know what I mean. I'm glad you asked me to come on here, like to because what I said there was like I was kind of saying, basically not disagreeing on your list where Ryan and him were. Like that's why I was like kind of like Vic. Where the first thing I said when I came on here was Vic. Like nobody can argue about his impact. Like that's that's why he's up there on that list. But I think Ryan is more important to Atlanta than Vic. And I'm glad, like, you put the topic as Ryan versus Vic because we get to talk about all of that. You know what I mean? It's, it's like, you know, you, he is important to Atlanta. I'm not going to take that away because what Matt Ryan's done with that organization. But Matt Ryan's also had weapons his whole career. Oh, yeah. Devon, Devontae Smith, um, or not Devontae Smith. What's his name? Freeman. Freeman. My bad. Devontae mm -hmm. Freeman. Um Julio, Tony Gonzalez, Austin Hooper. Now he has Calvin Ridley. He has Todd Gurley. Um, he had got Michael to play Turner with, too back in the day. Woo. 
he, he got to play with Rodney White. So w- when you look at the guys that Brian's been blessed to play alongside of, and then you take yeah. what you take what Vic got to play alongside of, you know, in 2006, Vic led the NFL in 8.1 yards per carry. And he had, I'm an Eagles fan. He had no business going against us in that, uh, in 2004 in the playoffs. No business. That, that team should not have been there. That was all strictly Michael Vick. I give him complete credit for that. And he took him there. Yeah, that team had no own. business being there. And, you know, that's kind that of That was where... a 6 and 10 team, bro. It should have been, I mean, you know what I mean? It should have been 6 and 10. Like, they went yeah. 11 and 5. That's where, like, I'm making my argument that, in my opinion, he means more to that Falcons team than Matt Ryan does to this Falcons team. I, I believe yeah. you could you could plug in any quarterback that has two eyes, a brain, and has some kind of arm talent and play for this Atlanta team. Yeah. I mean, I'm not going to go out on a limb and say they're going to put up the same numbers, but... Mm-hmm. Like, to a certainty, like, you're not going to plug golf and stuff, but, like, what, like, I know exactly what you mean. Like, just to, just to give it a little more clarification, like, you could plug Stafford, uh, Jimmy Garoppolo, players like that in, Phillip Rivers. You, yeah, you plug a guy into the system, you plug a guy in with the weapons that he has around him. That's what I'm trying to, like, that's what I'm trying to yeah. say. Like, that doesn't make, in my opinion, Ryan special. Mm-hmm. Like, and Vic was special. Like everything about Vic, uh, b- besides the off-field stuff, Vic had everything. I agree with you. So, I guess my argument is the longevity in Atlanta and the numbers that he's going to put up there. You know, like he's going to finish his career sixty thousand yards in Atlanta, sixty to seventy thousand yards in Atlanta, and not many quarterbacks. There's going to be ten people, probably. We're going to probably see like maybe Mahomes and maybe two more people in our lifetime touch that. You know what I mean? Like seventy thousand yards, like that's I'm wild going, to me. I'm going to agree to disagree. Actually, with this, I I actually believe that seventy thousand is going to be the new norm. Um, I just don't think some like for the norm for superstars like Mahomes, uh, Deshaun Watson, they're gonna touch it. But like I don't, you know what I mean? I think that that that's very few here and there, like players like that that come along. That's what I mean by that. Like the, those the, players, yeah, I agree with you. They're gonna touch it. The the new guy in Los Angeles, Stafford's gonna hit it. Stafford yeah. stays healthy, he's hitting it. Um, I just don't think Stafford will be able to pass Matt Ryan when they're both said and done in yards. But he's gonna hit it. Yeah, I just I agree with you. I'm just saying the seventy thousand yard thing to me isn't like mm-hmm. It isn't special anymore. Like, yeah, watching watching Vic or not Vic, watching Manning, watching Breeze, watching Brady. These these guys started it when it wasn't four thousand yards a season. Yeah, facts. and then they went and they did it. Now Ryan, it's Ryan kind of came into the era where we're gonna throw forty five times a game. Exactly. That's that's kind of my point when. I say that Matt Ryan isn't more valuable off of stats because somebody with you being an Eagles fan, like Carson Wentz, 4,000 yards, he eclipsed with one without a receiver over 500 yards. Yeah, but that was, he, he did not play good that year. 
but he still hit. That's my point. Yeah. He, he didn't play well. He didn't have a receiver over 500 and he still hit 4,000. So if mm. you got, you got guys doing that, you know, that seven seventy thousand mark doesn't seem impossible anymore. So Atlanta could easily turn around and draft a guy like what Justin hurts? Fields and be able to do what Ryan's going to do in his career. Yeah. To throw to throw a side note, what hurts about Carson Wentz is um like the numbers are there, the talent's there, but I feel like he's a not to put him in that category. I feel like. Like it's a whole other conversation for another day, but he—he, he, I feel like he's a hot take. He's a Jay Cutler kind of like he just doesn't—he's not a football guy, but he has the IQ and he's super smart. He's a genius. He has the talent. He's just not a football guy. You know what I mean? He's not a hundred percent in football to bring out his full talent. The dude could be a fucking all pro every year in the right system. I don't think um, he got it mentally. I'm not going to touch on that. I'm going to stay away from Philly right now. Um, yeah. Because that, they, Car- that will turn into Carson- like a four-hour conversation. Oh, yeah, for sure. That, that's another That's another take. But yeah, that's that's for that's why I said it's for another day. But just something for you to have some interest in for maybe another one. You know what I mean? For you to talk about. About like Carson Wentz's mental, like his talent compared to his mental, you know? Yeah. Because the dude is... The dude is the top. I'm, I'm going to get back into the Matt Ryan thing, but yeah. Matt Ryan and Vic, there's, it's, it's such a hard, hard uh, thing for Atlanta because Vic's impact is so big. Like, he changed football. Everybody wanted to run and run options and run the quarterback. And I agree with that. He completely changed football. And I, but I feel like uh, the reason why, like, I said that, too, is, like, not only the statistical standpoint, but Michael Vick hurt a lot of Falcons fans. And to this day, I, f- I still feel like a lot of Falcons fans are hurt by Vick. And Matt Ryan kind of uplifted that and gave them hope and took the franchise to spots they've never seen it. You know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, the Super Bowl appearance, but they ended up losing. So, mm-hmm. It didn't really help his cause much. Um, yeah, it didn't for that part. But like, they had for basically his whole career. There was like, they they after the Vic thing, like it was a uh, Falcons thought they were gonna be in the sewers for a while, and then they drafted Ryan, and then they seen they had hope, and you know, like it, it's they they just felt like they had a chance almost every year. Like after that, they kind of brought their hope back up, and they enjoyed a long 10, 15 year career of them. All right, real quick, um, my co-host finally showed up. He's dealing with an injury, so he's been hurting a little bit. But Rob's here. Rob want I know Rob wanted to take a have a little conversation about Vic and Ryan, so I'm gonna let Rob and you talk for a couple minutes. I'm going to mute myself, let you guys have your conversation. I got you. What's good, Rob? All right. What's going on, man? So I've been listening in. I couldn't get quite on my phone to get on at the beginning of this. I think both of y'all have made some really good points. The way I kind of see it is you're going to have 
it's going to be split like this forever for Atlanta because I think people more towards like my age group that watched Vic growing up. I don't think that when I picture Atlanta, I picture Mike Vic. Like that's the biggest star they've ever had. But now if you get a kid who didn't really get to see Vic, like we got to see Vic in Atlanta, Matt Ryan's going to be their face of Atlanta. So, I mean, because of what, like you said, what he's done, he has consistent, they have been consistently good under him. He's taken him to a Super Bowl, even though he lost it. That doesn't matter. They still got there. Um, Stats-wise, yeah, Matt Ryan's going to blow him out of the water, but we don't really know what Vic's stats could have been. I mean, mm-hmm. when he went to prison, that was right as he was coming to his prime as an NFL player. Mm, so, and as a passer, too. Exactly. So I, I would love – obviously, we'll never know. It would have been awesome to see, but unfortunately that wasn't the circumstances that – we got a lot of Michael see, Vick but... as a Philly fan, too. I love Michael Vick, bro. So I'm not like against Vick, you know what I mean? Nothing I said I just, was like against Vick to defend where Matt had him on the list. Only reason I would put him over Matt Ryan on my, my all time list, which hasn't come out yet because I'm too picky and I haven't decided on everything yet, just because of he's his explosive ability in the run game and. The fact that he he was a guy who changed the game yeah. rather than just played the game is the only reasons I would put him higher. Accomplishments-wise, mm-hmm. Ryan's done more, but he definitely has had more talent. I mean, Vic's – I don't even know Vic's receivers. I looked them up yeah. earlier, and I already forgot him again. The only one I really remember is Des White. And he was decent. He wasn't like an suit, like an all star. Yeah, you know? he was all decent. of his guys were like okay. I mean, the guy I remember was Al Gay Crumpler, and that was his tight end. Yeah, he was good. <laughs> Brian Finnegan. So, yeah. Oh yeah, Finnegan Brian was. Finnegan, who was <laughs> he had decent. Yeah. He had decent receivers that were known because they were Michael Vick's receivers. Yeah, it, it I think, and that's that. the difference with Finnegan. You got him towards the end of his career. Yeah, I mean, like, if you look at Matt Ryan, his worst number one option was Roddy White. Mm-hmm. And that was – we. I think me and Shaq a, talked about A pro about bowler? It. Yeah. But he got him in the beginning of his career before he hit his prime, and then unfortunately he went to jail. What would have been awesome to see, bring him back to your point, would be oh, man. Roddy White yeah, and, and Michael Vick touching White. their primes. Yep. That would have been – That would have been awesome, bro. That would have been one of those things that we talked about in the same conversation as Harrison and Manning and mm-hmm. Brady and Moss and Rodgers and Cause Vic coming into his passing prime and Roddy White coming into his prime, they would have been together for 10 years. Yeah. That they would have been insane to watch together. Like I said, I think that that would have been one of those quarterback receiver duos that everybody talks about, like maybe not quite at the the level of some of the guys I mentioned, but you would talk about it. You would say, man, remember when Vic had Roddy White? Yeah. Just like we say, remember when 
Manning and Harrison just were going at it. Remember when uh, Calvin Stafford, Julio and Ryan, you know, yep, Antonio and Ben. Yeah, remember when McNabb had TL? Oh man, I wish that was a little longer, but hey, remember when McNabb screwed it up with TL? (laughs) It's a better way to put it. Um, yeah, but like, I guess to my point though, like, um I'm not disagreeing at all on like impact on football. I'm just like my, like, that's why I'm glad he put it as Matt Ryan versus Michael Vick. Cause we can still talk about the list and I'm agreeing on the list where Matt Michael Vick should be up there because of his impact on football period. And he made literally, he literally made kids want to play football, but yeah. Matt, but to me, like, I guess my point was uh, where I'm coming from is I think like Matt Ryan because of what Vic did and the accolades and stuff like that of Matt Ryan. I think when you look up Atlanta history, I feel like Ryan is 1A and Michael Vick is 1B. Yeah. Like I said, I can can see that point. For me, obviously, I I think Atlanta, I see Vic, but that's because I grew up watching him. Yeah, me too. That was like a, a childhood it was like watching Superman play football when you got to watch Mike Vick back then. Yeah, seriously. So it's, it's like it's like kids now growing up on Lamar. Yep. Lamar, Cam, the kids who grew up on Cam, yeah, who were, who were growing up on Cam, that was the same type of thing. It's just you could look at that guy and go, well, he's different. Mm-hmm. And it caught your eye. So if I'm 250, I can or, – or if I run a 4-2, a four I don't have to be a receiver? That's pretty much exactly. what Vic did. He, he said, you know, yeah, you can right. run a four-two, and if you can, you know, have an arm, you can play quarterback. Like, I'm not gonna curse here, but like, basically, he told them guys like, like, like Lamar wanted to go in there, and uh, Lamar wanted to go in there and play quarterback, and uh, some team, the Ravens, like, were one of the one of the few teams that said, no, we're gonna put you at quarterback. Something that, hey, you wanna try to running back, you wanna try to receiver, also in case quarterback don't work out. Lamar said, no. I'm a quarterback, and if you don't respect that, I'm not playing for your team. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's what Michael Vick did for kids. It doesn't matter if I can run a 4-2 and run 1,500 yards. I'm a quarterback, and you're going to put me a quarterback. I absolutely agree. Like, that, 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 that's the impact that, I, that that's huge. That, 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 that's unprecedented. You know what I mean? Like. Uh, real quick, I know you we'll, said we'll you never to, see that again. I know you said you wanted to touch on the list real quick when we got done yeah. with the Ryan and mm. Vic. So if you want to spit, go ahead and spit. I'm all ears. Mm. The closing point to the Ryan and Vic would be um, we both have very valid points in it, and it's always going to be split. Like what Rob said, it's always going to be split by when people grew up. Um, so it's, it's, it's more of an, whichever it's an agree to disagree, whichever side you want to take on it, but both are very valid. I feel like it's just a, a one A and one B situation, wherever you want to put them and back to the list. Um, I agree with your list, like for the most part, like, I don't want to like nitpick on anything, but I just wanted to ask you a few questions to give them more content. Like, um, why is Eli on the list? <laughs> yeah, like why? Yeah, right, like so, or, or where do you put 
or like why do you have like why do you have Mahomes this high so far? Are you projecting him to finish there, or is it kind of like you put him there because you don't All know right, where he's going to so finish? With real quick, I'll hit the Eli thing. Eli is only on this list. Eli is only in the top ten because Eli has won two Super Bowls, and in both Super Bowls he was the Super Bowl MVP. Yeah. Eli Manning had two game-winning drives against the GOAT in Tom Brady. Eli Manning deserves respect. Do I think Eli Manning is a good quarterback? No. Do I think Eli Manning without two Super Bowl rings gets into the Hall of Fame? No. But because he has two Super Bowl rings, Eli Manning has to be mentioned in the top 10 best quarterbacks of the 21st century because he beat Brady twice. Oh, 100%. Mahomes. I have him ranked 12th or 11th. And he is sitting that in that spot as of right now because of the body of work he has. Mahomes is three years in. He has a 50 touchdown, a 50 passing touchdown season. And he has two Super Bowl appearances, an MVP and a Super Bowl MVP. Yeah. His only two playoff losses in his three-year career are against Tom Brady. He has never been beaten by double digits in the NFL before the Super Bowl happened this year. I could argue that he would be higher on my list. Yeah. But three years in, I don't believe he deserves to be that high yet. I actually mm-hmm. thought I guess I actually, that was my question. I actually you know thought I mean? about that today. Yeah. You know, like if you ask me three years from now, if he performs the way he has the last three years into the You're next three years, put him higher. he's honestly he might be the second best quarterback of the twenty first century if he performs the way he did the last three years. Nothing, yeah. nothing taken away from um, Peyton, Breeze, Rogers, any of them guys, but but Mahomes is like to add to what you said. Mahomes is the only one that has a career that is online to even be. Maybe he can touch Brady's. You know what I mean? Like in terms of how many Super Bowls he can get to and win and stuff like that. Like I don't see anybody else who being able to touch that. So you Just know how him. we we spoke on how Vic is a one in a generational player. Yeah. That's Mahomes. Yeah. You watch this kid. There's nobody coming out that's going to come near him. There's nobody in the NFL that's near him. I. I think he's better than Brady right now. I think he yeah. didn't have the deep, uh, offensive line to compete with Brady in that Super Bowl. But Mahomes is the clear-cut number one quarterback in the NFL. Oh, yeah. <coughs> um, And my other question, like, uh, why Alex Smith? Like, And was there anybody else you were considering putting up there? Okay, Alex Smith is someone that I have gotten a lot of feedback about. Alex Smith, I don't think a lot of people remember. Before Cap got his shot, Alex Smith was the quarterback in San Francisco. Yeah. San Francisco's been a winning team with Alex Smith at quarterback. And then Cap came in, took him to the Super Bowl. Alex Smith then leaves San Francisco and goes to Kansas City. Alex Smith turns that team into a playoff team. He leaves Kansas City, goes to Washington, and this year 
was the most valuable player on Washington's team, the only quarterback in that division with a winning record, comeback player of the year. Alex Smith may not be your number one choice, but Alex Smith has done a lot in the last eight, nine years that he needs to mm-hmm. be he needs to be seen as a top point, a top twenty quarterback in the twenty first century. It yeah. For people to not mention Alex Smith, you're just underrating him. What he's done for organizations and what he's done in his career. He's just a winner. Correct. Like, there's not much you could say to doubt Alex Smith. It's not like he goes out there. Someone asked me why Jameis Winston isn't on my list. Jameis Winston has more interceptions than touchdowns thrown. Yeah, I would put I would put Deshaun Watson before Winston. Absolutely. Watson was somebody I went back and forth with. Watson. Yeah. He's some, one of those where, like, you got to wait a couple years, and then he's going to be up be, on your list. I don't think it's going to be a couple years. I, I believe. Well, I just mean, like, to know where to place him. You know what I mean? He, I could see him making the list now. The problem and the reason why he, I think, is off of Matt's list, and spoiler alert, since I will be putting my list out later today, He's not on my list. Lack of postseason success. Yeah, not yet. You know, that, that, that's what I meant by that. Like, you know what I mean? It, when he goes to a new team and if he wins some playoff games and he's still doing what he's doing, then, exactly. all right, now we got to rank Deshaun Watson somewhere. Exactly. It's kind of like why Stafford is sitting at 16 on my or 17. If he gets a Super Bowl, Stafford, that, that there's a good, there's a good, if Stafford, Stafford gets a Super Bowl, you're going to put him. Stafford, if Stafford wins the Super Bowl, he goes above Matt Ryan. Uh, yeah, yeah. Do you put a, I, I'm maybe I put him above Kurt Warner. <sighs> Kurt Warner. Um, I feel like my argument for that is Stafford has carried a franchise into winning that shouldn't even have been winning when they did, and uh, like his whole like to me the dude's a winner even though the franchise was not winning. You know what I mean? Like okay. the dude is tough. With Kurt Warner, he was an undrafted quarterback that yeah didn't make the league. And then the Rams called him one day and was like, hey, stop bagging groceries. Come play quarterback for us. And then is the quarterback for the greatest show on turf. Mm-hmm. And then he leaves there and he goes to Arizona and takes Arizona to a Super Bowl. So with Stafford winning one suit, yeah, Kurt Warner's like one of you. Kurt Warner's first ballot. But, I can't uh, so, put Stafford so for, in front of in Warner right now. Stafford. So would need Stafford to, go in front of Vic if he wins a Super Bowl? That's tough because Stafford isn't going to be the generational <laughs> game changing player. Why Vic is so high on my list? See, yeah, Vic doesn't yeah. have Vic has twenty two thousand yards passing, but he also has like. 10,000 yards rushing. So I'm a, I'm gonna agree with you where Vic is. The only reason Eli's above Vic, and I, I, I think us, I made people might have that controversial, but the only reason Eli's above Vic is because when you talk about the story of football, Eli, even Michael Vick is mentioned, but Eli Manning is a giant piece to the story of football. You can't quickly skip over football and not talk about Eli Manning because without- of his impact on Tom Brady and how he beat the Patriots. And how he performed in those soup. You know what I'm saying? 
I mean, I Eli Manning stopped that perfect season from happening. Correct. Mm-hmm. So Eli Manning is one of those where, like, the Manning family also that, like, you can't talk about the story, obviously, without Michael Vick, too. But, like, the story of football, you can skip over the Vick part a little bit if you want to tell it fast. You know what I mean? You just be like, hey, Michael Vick balled out. He changed the game because he was made, made everybody – made it okay to be a rushing quarterback, and then you could skip over it. But you can't just skip over Eli Manning. Hey, he won two Super Bowls. You got to elaborate on everything. You know what I mean? With Eli and telling the story of the NFL, it's not so much telling the story of the NFL. It's telling Tom Brady's story. And without Eli Eli Manning, Tom Brady has nine Super Bowl rings and a perfect season. Yep. And he's 9-0 in bowls. 9-1. So, yeah. 9-1. Uh, Eli yeah. Manning is is just a it, it's it, it's yeah that that you you said it right there when you talk about you talk about NFL history you're gonna go all right who's the best player of all time and look at his story and who's the biggest uh I guess enemy Eli Manning the one who stopped him yep yeah you talk about this goofy Manning kid that. Was it beat him okay? twice and stopped the perfect season? Manny was, I mean, Eli had a ton of talent in his arm too before he fell off. People forget too, like, Eli didn't have great offenses. Nope. They had yeah. good games and they had good old lines, but his wide receivers weren't spectacular. Like, Plexico Burris was good. I wouldn't have called him great. He got Jeremy Shockey at the very end of his career when he was kind of, eh. So, I mean, like I said, he's he's had guys. Victor Cruz was, again, good, but he's not an all-timer. Yeah. So, he's never had a, a Marvin Harrison, a Randy Moss. Well, he had Odell, but that was towards the end of his career. So I was going to say, but by then, Manning had been through the ringer. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He was kind of washed by the time. Took Odell a bunch was, of damage, too. Yeah, he – well, that was – the, the good old lines were gone by then, way gone. And he just took a bunch of punishment and kept on going. And what um, – something uh, – a good one that I wanted to ask you is um, – this is more like an opinion base. This is for some good content on this one. Andrew Luck, if he never got hurt, where do you think he – Super Bowl, you, where, where would he end up? All-time great? I think he definitely would have won a Super Bowl by now. Yeah, because I, I, I like I like that you placed Andrew Luck on your list. Having this conversation and is Andrew Luck a Hall of Famer? Is he an all timer? No. Is he I meant like where would he, you put him on your list? What he have like, won a you, Super Bowl? Where, no, basically like my I guess let me re, let me reiterate my question. If if Andrew Luck would have got to finish his career, like you like you think he would have won one or two, and where where would you have projected him to be on your list then? Like if he just got the finish, theoretically, if he got to finish his career, like okay. like to me, if I I think if he would have got to finish his career, two Super Bowls and an MVP. So we're gonna throw this out there. Uh, there's reports that Andrew Luck has interest in returning back to Indianapolis. Andrew Luck is yeah. thirty. Andrew Luck's thirty one years old. Andrew Luck, if you know this three year hiatus, two year hiatus makes a difference in Andrew Luck's health. And now that they have an offensive line, 
that's going to protect he can win Andrew two Luck. Super Bowls. Andrew Luck could come back yeah. and play until he's 40, 42 years old. So you're looking at another 11 years for Andrew Luck. You know, we had this conversation about Patrick Mahomes being able to do what Patrick Mahomes does. But there's going to be one yeah. person that could walk through the door on the AFC side that could stop Patrick Mahomes from even making another Super Bowl appearance. And that's Andrew Luck Andrew walking Luck. into the Indianapolis Colts locker room tomorrow and playing with yeah. the team that they have built. Yep. If Andrew Luck comes back, they are all, the Indianapolis um, Colts, in my opinion, should be the favorite to win yeah. the Super Bowl in the AFC. I just think teams. I think I agree completely. I just think they won't because you know how it goes. Like they're just Chiefs went to two in a row. They're gonna be I don't know how he's gonna come back off two year hiatus. I know how he's gonna come back, but that's what most people are gonna think. They're not no, gonna no, come no, back no, off no. two year yeah, hiatus. I don't think the Vegas odds won't show that, but yeah, but man, that way we all, we, all three of us in here know if Andrew Luck comes back to the Colts right now, they could win the Super Bowl next year. Yeah, that Indianapolis team is, first of all, their defense is ridiculous, and it's not talked about for whatever reason. Mm-hmm. And I guess it's not talked about because get past uh, Leonard. Darius and Leonard is a dog. But once you get past Darius Leonard and DeForest Buckner, most people can't name you another guy on their defense. Yeah, fact. Because they're they're not big name, household name guys. Maybe that's because Indy doesn't get real uh, enough national attention anymore because of the lack of quarterback. But that's a top five defense. You bring Andrew Luck back with the emergence of their young running back they drafted last year, the Jonathan emergence Taylor. of Michael Pittman. You, if you can bring back T.Y. or replace T.Y. and draft another receiver this year, they're a Super Bowl team. Yeah. Rob and I actually just had this conversation about me wanting a Manning-Brady AFC again. And if Luck walks in that door, there's, That's my, what it is. there's my AFC that I want. Mm-hmm. I mean, your AFC, the AFC you want is coming anyway. Look at all the young, talented quarterbacks in the yeah. AFC. You, you're gonna, you're gonna have, you possibly have Manning, Brady, happening again in the same division between Justin Herbert and Patrick Mahomes. Mm-hmm. Those are two guys that you look at, and I know Herbert's only had one year. That's my but, division, so I pay attention to it more than most. Mm-hmm. Watch that man's tape. You'll see special. It's very th- clear. This isn't he's... a hot take, but us being football guys, we know when other players see that, they want to go there. Yep. Sunny. It's sunny over there where they're at. It's L.A. He sells this for a long guy's time. going to be a star. Let's go stack that roster and let's take the, take that division. Because if we win the division, there's no team that can stop us from going to the Super Bowl. So I know players see that. That's what you're starting to see. In Rob's favorite team with the Raiders, Derek Carr had a very good season, and now there's talks about Juju. There's talks about this person, mm-hmm. that person. These guys want to go play. You're talking about Las Vegas. I mean, because the be coaching honest, is to be honest, he, they can beat the Chiefs. I don't. I don't think it would matter who the quarterback is. It's Las Vegas. Who doesn't want to play in Las Vegas? It's yeah, one exactly. Location to for whatever reason, it's Gruden. He's he's just a proven winner. He's a football guy. 
He's a football guy. He's this. This might be. A I don't mean proven winner as in winning games, but like John Gruden is going to bring that culture. He's going to teach you. He's going to. You know what I mean? You're going to grow your full potential under John Gruden. I think John Gruden's highly overrated. I don't. I think. I think the other coaches are what helps the Raiders win. I'm not saying this right, but. I feel like John Gruden isn't the reason why Raiders win games, but John Gruden is that guy that brings culture. He teaches the players the film, make sure everybody's doing what they're supposed to do. You know what I'm saying? Like John Gruden is a top tier teacher. Gruden does bring a unique culture to a team. He's a top tier teacher, and and the team wants to play for that guy. People want to play for that guy. He's a he's a guy that I can argue a lot of people put him up on this pedestal like he's a an elite level coach yeah he's not no Andy Reid he's not no Andy Reid not an Andy Reid a Belichick a Bill Walsh like he's not that level he's yeah no a, a Sean Payton yeah Mike Mike Tomlin Sean Payton Belichick Andy Reid uh, th- these guys are all uh, on a different table they sit at a different table you know what yeah, I mean Uh, I, Pete Carroll, I wouldn't put him up there yet. Pete Carroll's a proven winner, though. I mean, no matter where that man goes, that man wins. Except for his first hit in the NFL. Everybody yeah. Up. But then to me, like, I I go to me, I look at those as like, I don't like how some coaches they fail their first time in the NFL and teams just kick them out. Cause so it's it's a different game. It's an adjustment. Like it's you know what I mean. You gotta you gotta learn. It, it's it's you know what I mean like it's not everybody can just come in and just thrive like that maybe you're gonna fail your first time and then you're gonna go home and some of these guys have that mentality that I'm not gonna fail again next time I get this job I'm you know what I mean we're, we're gonna win we're gonna be a, a winning team I'm gonna take this team to new heights you know do you know what I'm saying yeah they put the work in some of these guys will take that take that failure and go home, go back to college or something and put the work in and get another opportunity and, and thrive as an offensive coordinator and then get their chance. But you know what I mean? Like, I, I don't like how some of those coaches don't get another chance. Cause some, some dudes are like that, you know, I'm sure you guys are like that. If you fail at something, you want another chance at that. If you get cut from a basketball team, you're not going to quit basketball, bro. You're going to go, Next year in school, when you were in school, you're going to go next year and you're going to make that team. Like, I don't know. Some people have that mentality. Yeah, I think those are the guys who, again, do end up making it. But mm-hmm. a lot of them don't get another chance. Yeah, but some of them are, are more built for the college game. I, like, um, what's his name? I'm drawing a blank on his name. It just took the Jacksonville job. Didn't he take? Didn't he have another NFL job and failed? Urban Meyer. Yeah. Didn't did he ever coach in the NFL? I don't. I don't no, think, I so. think he did. Oh, okay. I think he's one of the few who hadn't left the college game, but everywhere he went, it was Saban that coached and failed. Yes. He's an opportunist, man. He shows up. 
to these places right at the right time, turns them around. Man, that and that that's a good conversation to have. I think he's going to turn that team around because he's one of those guys that put the time in, he put the work in. He he knows it's going to be an adjustment for him. So do you, did you see the coaching staff he built around him? These are he's, veteran guys that've been around the NFL for twenty years. He's going to bring culture, and that's going to be mm-hmm. something. That's going to be something that's going to help Jacksonville in the long run because they have all this money, they have young talent, they have draft capital. They're going to be able to do something that most first year head coaches don't get, and build a team to fit his culture. And these guys are going yep. to come in and they're going to buy it. Um, yep. And 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 they're going to get Trevor Lawrence. And if he is what everybody thinks he is, guys are going to want to go there. And it's Florida. There's no state taxes. That team is going to be stacked. I mean, everyone everyone keeps saying Trevor Lawrence. I know our mock draft came out. It's Trevor Lawrence. But it's Urban Meyer. Guess what? He coached Justin Fields. Don't be surprised if there's throwing a wrench out there. Yeah. Not happening, bro. That is not happening. And I think if they're going to draft Justin Fields, was to get Trevor Lawrence. Um, if they're if they're going to draft Justin Fields, I think it would be here's a hot take. If they're going to get Justin Fields, now here's Atlanta. That's looking. Atlanta is going to draft the quarterback. Be remember back to remember that Matt Ryan and Vic conversation. Matt Ryan's going to be there for one more year because of the dead cap money. That if they get rid of him this year, they can't afford that. Correct. Next year, they're going to move on from Matt Ryan because it's a they want to rebuild and they're going to do Matt Ryan a favor, like Lions did for Stafford. Look, we're not winning. We're going to try to rebuild. Here, go try to get your Super Bowl. Thank you for everything you did for us. That's what Falcons are going to do with Matt Ryan. You would hope. You know, yeah, that's what I hope for. And I think they're with Detroit. You saw that they didn't do it with two other guys, and it ruined both of their careers. They retired early. They were both still first ballot Hall of Famers and Barry Sanders and Calvin Johnson because they both yeah. should have been traded when they wanted to be traded. Mm-hmm. So, like, my thing is with that, all right, so hot take on this. Now, just like what you said, if Urban wants Justin Fields, you know you can get him at five because the teams in front of you don't need a quarterback at two, three, and four, or they're not going to take – you know what I mean? Well, Atlanta's drafting, Atlanta's drafting fourth. If the Jets – Fourth. The, so, two the and number, three. The number two spots being a quarterback with yeah. either Zach Wilson. It seemed like he's the, the second hottest guy in this draft. Zach Wilson's either going to be going to Houston yep. or to the Jets. Um, so here's my take. If they want Justin Fields, if they want Justin Fields, they know they can get him at four because the Jets aren't going to. Jets want Zach Wilson or Trevor Lawrence. That's already yeah, but, been known pretty much. Okay. So if, if Atlanta really wants Trevor and – you know the Jaguars want Fields. Hot take: What if a trade happens or Atlanta moves up to number one? It it won't happen. If Jacksonville really wanted Justin Fields, they're not going to move off the one spot. They're going to draft Justin Fields at one. Um, for the simple fact of them moving down to four, switching with Atlanta, Atlanta would take Trevor Lawrence. Two is Zach Wilson. Three is Miami right now, and. Every report I'm hearing is Carolina might try to move up to three and grab their quarterback in front of Atlanta. So if you move back to four and Carolina makes this deal with Miami, there goes Justin Fields. You just move back to four. You screwed yourself. That's fact. I didn't even think about that. That's so true. So, you know, it's going to be Trevor Lawrence, but I keep putting out there that 
Are the Bengals safe? Does that leave Panay Sewell yes. to go down to the Bengals at five? Correct. Okay. Yep. Which is going to be a steal of the draft. Hell, oh, man. He's going to be so much help. Oh, man. Because Joe Burrow. Right. That's Joe, all, that's oh, Joe that's what means. I was about to say, bro. That's why I got excited. Help is on the way for Joe Burrow. All right. Let's. That's that. That's another team over there in the ASC that if they get some pieces on Joe Burrow, he, he he's one of those guys. Joe Burrow's nice. All right. So let's end it on that. Um we're getting way off topic of Vic and Ryan. Um, yeah, yeah. But remember, guys, at Dub Nation or at Dub Thompson underscore on Twitter. Dub, I appreciate you being on the show today. I appreciate everything uh, you brought to the table, Rob. Yeah, pre- appreciate you know being on the show, bro. Yeah, man, I appreciate it. Appreciate that you reached out on the post with the feedback, and we're, you know, good enough to come on and came on, and you know, you had done your homework. You knew enough yeah. to actually back your point up. I don't. There's a lot of people out there that'll throw a take back, but they don't really know how to back it up. Yeah. But, but uh, I definitely appreciate being on the show. Um, I. Definitely uh, would want to come back anytime you guys are doing something else like this some other time. I'll and, definitely uh, be reaching out. Anybody that was watching, it's an awesome podcast. I watch all the time. It's great content. Definitely check it out. And for all of our viewers and for all of our followers, Rob and I will be back at some point tonight for Fast Forward Friday as we cover the Usman-Burns fight. And I guess we're going to get get into a little bit of basketball. So stay tuned. I'll be posting when we're going live. Everybody have a good day.